Hey everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It is April 20th, 2022. Dave, we're going to come right out of the gate playing a game. Okay, I like it. And the game is Would You Rather. That's my favorite game. Okay, because as I was driving down, I heard an ad that Bob Dylan okay. is coming back to San Diego. Okay. In the I And I was like, oh my God. I right? want to see that shit. Well, Dave, that's really interesting. Because that's the game. The game is, would you rather? Okay. And all of these activities are going to be, would you rather see Bob Dylan live in concert where you're in the front row? So you, anything you do can be seen by everybody. Okay. You can't sit in the back in the corner and doze off. Okay. You're sitting up front. So the game tonight, Dave, our category is, would you rather... Sit in the front row for Bob Dylan, or you're going to have five activities and then five other shows. Okay? Okay. We're going to start with activities. Would you rather see Bob Dylan live from the front row or do Mike Costa's laundry? <laughs> One load of laundry? Or how long do you have to do his laundry for? Bob Dylan's probably going to perform for two hours, so you're doing two hours worth of laundry and folding. And I'm guessing... T-shirts and underwear in that. Look. Dude, I'm going to Bob Dylan. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> item number two. The guy has irritable bowel syndrome. Would you rather see Bob Dylan or spend the day with Leisure Fryer and let him help you do your taxes? <laughs> I got to go Bob Dylan. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you rather see Dylan... Or foot the bill for dinner downtown for you, me, Ernie, Glenn Geffner, Alan Horton, and our friend Adrian Garcia, who, by the way, ripped us the other day on social media. It was awesome. Is that right? Well, he said he didn't really rip us. We love Adrian. He's the voice of Fox Sports Deportes. And he mentioned he was doing a game the other day, a national game. Yeah. And you and I have known him a long time. I said, Adrian, I'm so proud of you. And he wrote... I cannot thank you and Dave enough. You guys really, along with Ernie, showed me the way when uh, I was just getting going yeah. at Jack Murphy Stadium, and I repaid you by kicking all your asses in wiffle ball, <laughs> <laughs> which he did. Yeah. Okay, so you got to foot the tab. Yeah, I would do that. Okay, that, that would, would do be. I no problem with that one. All right. So right now it's two. You'd rather see Bob Dylan. Then hanging out with Leisure Fryer and letting him help yeah. you with your taxes. And Costa. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. This one I kind of like. Okay. Would you rather see Bob Dylan or spend the day in OB eating hoagies with Cilio? <laughs> I would go Bob Dylan. You would? I'd go to OB with Dan in no, a minute. I have no problem with Dan. Honest God, I know everyone. Here's my deal. I always give everyone a chance on how they treat me. He has yeah. never treated me poorly. Me either. I would go. Not only would I go to OP. You know what? I, I probably would do that. I, I don't know. That's funny you say that. Literally, I you'd hate rather go, go and sit in the front row at dude, Bob Dylan than hang with deal. Dan for. You got to hang with Dan for two hours. Oh, two hours I could do it. But to here's buy the deal. Lunch. OB is like one of my least favorite places. That's why I picked it. Yeah. It, honest to God, I hate OB. I hate driving OB. I hate everything about OB. So, yeah, you're right there yeah. in Newport Avenue, wearing tank tops, yeah. probably Zubaz. 
I, I yeah, go, I'd probably hang with Dan. I, you're right because honestly, God, we've you're gonna laugh your ass off with Dan. We've never had an argument, anything. Fuck no. All right, this one's interesting. Again, okay. the final activity. Okay. Front row. Bob Dylan. Our host, One Man's Opinion, saw on sports a two-hour podcast. You have to interview Lee about his career. Ah, dude. Two hours? Yeah, same thing as the Dylan concert. Dude, I'm, I'm going Dylan. <laughs> I'm doing Dylan. Fuck that. I'm not doing that. I do, I've already heard his bullshit for years. Face-to-face <laughs> in hallways and okay. locker rooms. So Bob wins Saw. I know everything about Saw. Like, I honestly feel like I know everything about him. You'd rather go to... You'd rather go see Dylan. I'd, I'd host Saw's show rather than go see Bob Dylan. Go, good luck. You almost got paid for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, spend the day in OB with Cilio. Are you going Bob or Dan? I'm going. I'll go, I'll go Dan. Yeah, I would too. Uh, okay. The Bob Dylan concert would drive me crazy. Uh, dinner downtown with all of... I would pay for that one. Okay. That's good. This is uh, dinner. Uh, spend the day with Leisure Fryer and let him help you do your taxes. No, go Bob Dylan. I'd probably go Bob too. Would you trust Leisure Fryer doing your taxes? That's right. Yeah, that, that is. Yeah, you go to jail. I was like, <laughs> go to jail. Because if you were just riding the bus around San Diego yeah. with Leisure Fryer, you could do that. He'd Le- be great. Leisure Fryer does four things every day that I know of. Right? He goes to Sprouts. No, it's not, he can't afford Sprouts. He's food for less. <laughs> he always says, "I'm not even making a joke." It is food for less. Food for less. Okay. He watches his grandchildren, which I admire him for. Love it. He goes on his five-mile walk. Love it. Okay. And he, um, what's the other fucking thing? Oh, he takes the bus somewhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not taking a bus. Dude, at this Look, stage of my life, I'm not taking buses. I was like, okay. I was like, if I just let Dave spend the day with leisure. Yeah. He'd probably do it. But I, I, do, said, I do like leisure. He's no great. Joke. We love him. But I was like, but would we trust him to do your taxes? That's where I go. Okay, so you'd rather go to Dylan. And then Mike's Laundry. No way. No way. Okay, these are shows, Dave. Yeah. Five quick ones. You either have to sit in the front row for Bob Dylan or this show. Okay. Bob Dylan or Sticks. Sticks in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. They're fucking awful. Come sail away with me? Yeah. Bob Dylan or Super Tramp? (laughs) I go Super Tramp. God, uh, I can't stand Bob Dylan's voice. No, I know. I can't stand Sticks. I can't stand Super Tramp. Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Ugh, 98 degrees. 98 degrees. I'd probably do that one. <laughs> Go hang with the Lachey boys. Bob Dylan or Amy Schumer? Oh, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan gets Dude, one. I, I almost would go to prison over Amy Schumer. Right? No way. Okay. I, I can't stand Amy Schumer. Here's the other thing that happened to me today, which yeah. was incredibly funny. And I asked you to look up a particular social media account yeah. on uh, Twitter. Okay. I don't want you to mention the person, okay? I won't. But just tell me, does that person, do you follow that person? Does that person follow you? Nope, not either one. Okay, but you have access to that person's social media? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Dude, here's the, so another friend of us today, friend of ours today, put out a tweet. Okay. Earlier today. I'll, I'll leave this person unnamed too, and you'll understand why. But he puts a tweet out, and I was like, it was in response to what that particular person had written. Okay. It's kind of a cool tweet, and he was saying, hey, this is fun, or this is something along those lines. But I couldn't see what the original message was. So I was like, oh, I wonder what they're responding to. We do that. We probably all do that a lot. I go and look, 
And Dave, that individual right there who I've never met in my life, never had an interaction with in my life, blocked me on social media. No way. Yes. Why you? I have no idea. I laughed for 20 minutes. So I went because we have the Dave and Jeff podcast account. Yeah. Which I run. We don't tweet from there very often. But I went and looked and I was like, I honestly don't know who this person is. Yeah. I've never seen them before on social media. I'm pretty sure I've never had an interaction with them before in my life. And they were like, well, that's it. I'm blocking him. <laughs> Did the old dusting of the hands. And I was like, this is another example. I was explaining to people. Yeah. It's really, really weird. Whether you're in radio, it really happened a lot in radio. It hasn't happened in a long time. But we would go do events, and I've told this story. It happened to me very early on in our time at KFMB, and a guy came up and was, hey, how you doing, the whole thing? How's it going? And I said, hey, pleasure. You know, and I, I didn't yeah. know this guy. I'd never met him. Dave, you know him pretty good with faces, pretty good with names. Yeah. And uh, he said to me, well, you know, Mary had the baby. <laughs> and I said, oh, no kidding. How'd that go? Well, you know, you know I'm not a fan of that dad of the baby. And I said, oh, I know. I had no idea what we were talking about. What the conversation was, I didn't know Mary. Yeah. I didn't know the dad. And this dude talked to me for, dude, it had to be seven minutes. Oh, my God. And the only thing you can do yeah. is what we've always said, right? Matt Coyle wrote a book about this. I mean, it was part of Wrong Light. Yeah. Where the, the talk radio host is going through different things. And a lot of it was from Times Coil, and I just went out and had dinner, and I told them all these wild stories yeah. where you people feel like because they listen to the show and they might know you, they might know Dave yeah. or any other show, that it's a two-way street. Yeah. And that's clearly what happened here. I'm not going to say this gentleman's name. He hasn't done anything to me. He hasn't reached out. He didn't do anything insulting to me or Dave. So there's no yeah. reason to out him tonight. That's why I was very kind of generic in yeah. the original tweet because it'd be easy enough to find. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, I just was like, that's really wild. Like I, I would tell you, I'd be like, oh yeah, that guy. There's a couple people that I block just because they're a douche. So when you block them, like if they try and look up anything you do, we'll just say blocked. Yeah. Wow. But I, there are people I've never that, blocked anyone ever. I've been blocked, but I've never been blocked anyone. Yeah. Uh, and others have blocked, and you're like, yeah. well, I know them. But, you yeah. know, whatever the case may be. But in this case here, that's the first time today that I'd ever seen that Twitter account. Yeah. That's funny. And it was like, yeah, you're, you're blocked. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. That's Nosy. Funny. That's, Stop looking at this shit. That's crazy that you'd be blocked. The person yeah. doesn't even live in the state. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, so I'll so i show you. We'll go back to... I believe you. Yeah. And so I was just kind of looking, and I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool little thing that they were talking about. And yeah, it just said, you're, you're blocked, motherfucker. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing here? Yeah, look at this shit. Uh, and you hadn't blocked him. 
No. That's funny. The guy who blocks people more than anybody is Costa. Yeah. I mean, literally, Costa's picture should be Dikembe Mutombo. I mean, he blocks everybody. Yeah. I don't know why. Right. So, well, uh, yeah, we got to ask know. Mike one time, what did they have to do to you to get blocked? Like, what's your fucking problem? <laughs> Seriously. You know, right? well, Mike, yeah. come on. What's your fucking problem? There, I, I don't think I've blocked many, but the ones that I have blocked are just, I'm like, I, I don't even want to deal with it. I just get out. But I don't have, I don't have a whole lot of, you still have interactions all the time on social media. I just oh, yeah. don't. Like, the ones I have are, thankfully, have been pretty cool. Yeah. Because I spent like two and a half hours yeah. about two years ago just muting a lot of people. <laughs> but but I also made it. Do you unfollow them and then mute them? No, no, okay. no. I just mute them. But, but I said, if I mute somebody, I'm not going to be a douche and be like, oh, you know, make some smart ass comment to yeah. them. And then, oh, can't see it. No, I don't. I don't do that. So I haven't had. Man, Twitter's always been pretty good to me. Yeah, I've never really had. I mean, there's a couple of weirdos out there, but but for the most part, Twitter's been fine. Yeah. But this tonight, it just was like I was like, "Woo, that's a little funny." It's um, it is funny. This show is funny the way it works because again, it's easy to to access me. I'm. I, I mean, people say terrible things. Usually, <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it, which is 100 fine. A lot of times, I'll like it. If you say something that's horrible about me, but it makes me laugh, I'll, I'll like it. Always cracks me up. But I get a lot of a lot of negative stuff on Twitter, of course, and I know I bring a lot of it on, but no, no big deal. I've always said that when you cross the lines, when you go family, yeah. because those aren't public figures. No, but ninety. Dude, yeah. There was so. Did you see today? I got to tell you. People ask me more private questions about you than anything I get. Is that right? Yep, all the time. That's funny. People try try to figure you out all the time. <laughs> Bring them in. Oh we'll answer God. them right here on the air. You would answer them? 100%. I don't know if you would or wouldn't. All right. Well. <laughs> Honest to God, I could see I, you say that right now, yeah. and I know exactly what you would do on some of these questions. None of your fucking business, and you'd get mad that they asked. Oh no, I wouldn't. I I don't. I figure if they're nice enough to listen, doesn't mean I'll answer everything. Yeah, but yeah, you. Oh yeah, bring them. Um, I gotta tell you, I I'm a huge fan of Padres Twitter. I really am. There's so much shit. Now were, this year you are. Last year you weren't. Last year they kind of wore me out. Yeah, you said that on the show. This year they did two things today that were so goddamn funny and so creative. I don't know if you saw. But the Arizona Diamondbacks social media made a claim the other day that they had forgotten to post the score. I think it was of the game on April 10th. Okay. I think I'm right. And then the the social media manager for the Diamondbacks wrote a thing, and I don't know if this came out yesterday or if I just saw it, but they were like, no, we forgot. We had the score already posted. <laughs> Look, here it is. Goddamn, Dave, Padres Twitter beat the living shit out of these people over and over and over again. But then today, what absolutely had me crying was the reaction to Tommy Pham. Yeah. Because I'm sure we all saw it. I'm sure there was, I didn't hear, but I'm sure there were probably hours of conversation about what happened with uh, Luke Voigt. Yeah. Last night, the first inning, I'm watching it live with my kids. Yeah. 
And we're at dinner, we're watching it. And to me, what I said to them was, I didn't like the play. I didn't like the play because it felt like old school WWE. It felt like Luke Voigt did a double axe handle onto the head of Tyler Stevenson. Dude, I literally got in an argument with three people just now over, and I said, used almost the exact line you just said. Yeah. And I said it was WWE. Oh, yeah. you're crazy. That was clean as can be. And I was now, like, dude, it wasn't. And now, what my son was saying, which I thought was pretty interesting, and yeah. I know it went back and forth, was he said, but dad, take a look and see where Stevenson sets up. And he said he doesn't really give Voight a clear line. Yep. And so he's kind of showing me, he's like, you know, if I'm coming at you like here, my hands are weird, which I understand. But I said again, and I stand by this. To me, it felt like it's an old school double axe handle on the side of the helmet. And well, I'm not saying it's intentional. I'm not saying Luke Voigt's trying to hurt him, anything else. But I said to my son last night, well, I think somebody's going to get one in the ribs tomorrow. Yeah. Then you find out the Reds haven't, you know, haven't had the lead in 97 straight innings, yeah. right? All this other Terrible. shit. You're like, they're already aggravated. But then Tommy Pham, as only Tommy Pham can do, writes on social media, I have a friend who's a local gym owner, and if Luke Voigt wants to go, we can go meet in the gym. Yeah. Adam Jones had the funniest... Dave, we've heard funny shit on talk radio. Adam Jones had the funniest line I've ever heard this morning on 97.3 when he said... Luke Voigt's arms can drink. Those are drinking arms. And there was confusion. They said, what do you mean? Those are grown-up arms. That's what Luke Voigt has. He's saying his arms are so big, yeah. they can drink. Now, Fam calls out Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt's a big kid. I'd, probably, I'd watch that one. We could, I would we, take Tommy Fam in a second. But He's a martial arts expert. Well, that's what he's saying. All of a sudden, Padres Twitter... The keyboard warriors that all of you are jumped in. Now, no, no, everybody would acknowledge in Padres Twitter. Let me just get it out there. Nobody's going to say shit if they're standing in the Pacers parking lot with Tommy <laughs> Fan. But on social media. Yeah, and in the stands, people yelling terrible things. Yes. Where you're hiding behind, you know, lava, hot yeah. talent lava, one, two, three. Hey, Tommy, you're a fucking clown. Why don't you take it down and not? That's what they would say. They did. Oh, okay, that's exactly what I would guess. Hey, they love to use the word clown. Hey, if you fight like you played for the Padres, you'd mostly swing and miss. Shut Jesus. the fuck up, Tommy. Dude, it was no clown emojis. And I'm like, if Fam's looking at his social media, he probably just crushed that phone like it was a 12-ounce Coors Light can. And it was just nonstop Padres Twitter just going at Tommy Pham. Yeah. Well, Tommy Pham left town again the same way he left town the first time. Hitting a buck 11. Yeah. yeah. Sad. Sad. Fucking everybody hating his guts. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, nothing changed. San Diego's the worst place in the world for him. There's a reason why when he got traded here, remember he was upset because he didn't want to leave Tampa. Yeah. Going and now, his- now look at him. He's a disaster everywhere. It's mm-hmm. been a disaster. I mean, there, there's issues with Tommy Pham. Going back to that that play real quick. Uh-huh. You and I agreed, hey, that was that was bullshit. It was a bullshit yeah. play. And yeah. I understand it's it's a padre that that pulled it. You're supposed to say anything the padres do is fine. It was, it was a dirty play. 
I'm a big believer in sports. When you injure another guy who now has to miss time, you should have to miss the same amount of time. I think mm. that's the only way to handle it. The guy on the Reds is now out minimum seven days on concussion protocol. Yeah. Dude, well, Luke Voigt, you're out seven days. I don't have to do that. Why I mean, not? It, no, I'm not doing that. He's not getting a concussion by himself. Luke Voigt gave him a goddamn concussion. So what, you pay the price, cocksucker. What do you, hey, you, you shut your fucking mouth. Oh, you shut it. I'll you call Tommy Pham. I'm on his side. Fuck. Moy toy. <laughs> no, I mean, you got to have, part of it falls on Stevenson for where he sets up. Part well, of it falls on the go throw. Go argue it. Then tell Bob Melvin, go argue. You didn't give him a path to the plate. Reverse well, he didn't it. have to. David Bell went and argued that it was an illegal slide, and the ump said no, and he lost his challenge. Jesus Christ. David Bell's Poor just got to be Bell. like, what the hell can't am I doing here? Can't catch a break. Yeah. Can't get home and eat more of that bullshit Skyline Chili, most overrated garbage in the history is, of the world. It is. But, um, no, I just saw it. You go, eh. Right? And Mud Norcillo. Of course. I didn't even hear it. Tell me what they said. Oh, uh, hey, there's nothing wrong there. You go, hey, he's got the path. I'm like, he goddamn practically hits him with a folding chair right in the side of the head. <laughs> but, you know, Manny takes one today. Yeah. Alfaro gets hit, but I couldn't tell on the Alfaro play. I feel like Manny was for last night. Manny Do you did, feel so? It was the second pitch. It was weird. Yeah, I feel it, like Manny it was, was for last night. Because the first one was uh, it was an off-speed pitch outside. Yeah. And then the next one hit him. So you're like, well, fuck, maybe he's having control but, problems. But then you're thinking, well, it's not control problems because we know that someone's going to wear one. Yeah. But if that was just a regular, let's say that didn't happen last night. Manny got hit like that. You'd say, ah, I got away from him. Yeah. Uh, Manny's, well, Manny's been pretty hot. Yes. I'd probably, I'd probably look at that one. But what'll be interesting, Dave, is next week when they get to Cincinnati yeah. Because Luke Voigt will play in those games. You saw what Agler wrote today. Jesse Agler wrote. He goes, look, it's probably the wrong place to put it on Twitter, but I'm going to write it anyways, that Melvin had been hinting for a few days that at the end of the 14-game stretch with the day off tomorrow, that more than likely Machado was going to DH today, and yeah. that's been the vibe for a few days. Yeah. So I thought Agler really did a great job by saying it's not a lineup conspiracy. It really probably has nothing to do with any fallout from last night, this has been the plan for a while. Get Manny off his feet and let him DH. Yeah. But next week, when they go to Cincinnati, and if the Reds continue to struggle and Voight's in the lineup, whether they're struggling or not, then we'll see what happens. But if you look Voight and you get one in the ribs next week, I think you just go to first. You right? do. You go to first. Yeah. You've been around. He I'm, gets it. I'm with you. Right now, you look at the, the Reds. Poor Reds, man. They're two and eleven, and had to come to the West Coast and face the Dodgers for four and Padres yeah. for three. If you're Bob and he Melvin, lost all seven. If you're Bob Melvin, you let Voigt play first at all next week. Um, I don't think Luke Voigt should ever play first base. I think it's a terrible fielder. I would just he'd be my DH only the whole year. Let let Fam come over there. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Fam would have to get on base in order to That's, get over there. Yeah. but goddamn, against no, I just not a, not a fan of Voigt on on the in the field. I mean, your, your job as the Padres, especially right now as you're chasing, is, hey, we got to win games. And what is, what's our best team? I mean, right well, now, Hosmer's playing fantastic. He's hitting 378. How about Profar? That's that crazy. It's insane, right? There's a lot of things that are crazy in this Padre thing. Profar is at 256, but he hit another big two-run home run today. Yeah. He made them pay for hitting Manny. Yeah. And then you look at Cronenworth, well, 174, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. But it's early. 
Yeah. But you still start to go, shit, man, what the, what's going on, Jake? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, Dave, when you look at it, you go, okay, we're 14 games in. Yep. Right? The only team not to have a day off. Yeah. A lot going on. Probably guys squeezing a little bit. Take that day and off you go. But, yeah, fun. And talking with friends today, they're not Padre fans. Yeah. They go, oh, goddamn, look at Twitter. <laughs> you think they win a goddamn back-to-back World Series? And I said, look. If you pay attention to this team, last year they had plenty of games like this that they didn't win. Yeah. And then everybody was like, oh, you make so much of your bullshit team, you can't even beat the Reds. Well, now they beat the Reds. Oh, stop celebrating your bullshit team. Why? Because they beat the Reds? Well, goddamn, you can't yeah. have it both ways. No, you're, you're 100% right. Last year they couldn't beat the Diamondbacks or the Rockies. Yeah. And then here they are. There, they you beat the teams you're supposed to beat. You're supposed to beat Cincinnati, and you swept them. And they would have been happy with two out of three, but they swept them. Mackenzie Gore gets the win. That was nice to see. Good, right? I mean, good for him to get that win. And then Dave, the the question becomes because yes, Will Myers comes off the books, and yes, Hosmer's money drops down to thirteen million. So you go good. But you have other guys that are getting raises, and yeah. you still have Drew Pomeranz making money, and you got Hassan Kim making money, right? Profar still making money. All these guys are making money. So it's not like you're putting 40 or $50 million back in the bank. What is it going to cost, Dave? What are they going to have to pay to lock up Joe Musgrove? Because you still have Snell yeah. making $16 million. You've got another year of Darvish making $19 million. Dude, you cannot let Joe Musgrove leave San Diego, right? Okay, so that's very interesting. It's a great question right there because so many Padre fans, including Joe Musgrove, was wondering, am I going to get a deal done before the start of the season? Mm-hmm. You know, so you go pitching as a premium, and you say anyone that has good pitching has a chance to compete. And if Joe, Mus- Joe Musgrove has the year that he's on pace to have, which is going to be an outstanding year, mm-hmm. he's going to be on that market, and someone his agent's going to go, dude, there are other places in San Diego. Duh. And so the Padres have to go, are we going to pay Joe Musgrove? Let's say they come to him and say, we want $25 million, $30 million. You paying that for Joe? I don't know if I'm going that high. Okay, how are you going in your mind? Uh, 20. Yeah, that'd be interesting. And, and 20, let's say it's 20, what, seven years? I mean, you, you, Joe Musgrove's 30 years old. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going five. Yeah, so you're going- $100 million dollar deal. Yeah, if I'm his agent, I'm asking for something more. 110? I'm like, this is his chance to finally make money. And we want so and so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think. Did. I think. And again, I don't know what kind of season he's going to have. I mean, I'm saying let's assume Joe Musgrove. I'll give you a number. Mm-hmm. Let's say Joe goes 18 and five. Jesus Christ! Okay, right? with yeah. an ERA around two and a half. Yeah, three. Even okay. if he's three yeah. three zero. Oh, yeah. And his fucking whip is crazy. Yeah. One two five. I mean, I I don't think that's great. He's not going to have a whip of one fifty. No. So even if he's three 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 and Let's be silly. Give him a whip of 1.33, right? No. It's insane. If he wins 18 games, Dave, and the thing is to, listen, he he's he has that one factor that maybe the only other guy that gets a little bit of it is Gore. Yeah. Because Gore's drafted up through the system, right? But Joe's here, man. That's San Diego's Joe's guy. Joe's a proven no-hitter. major leaguer. Absolutely. He even has a World Series ring. No hitter. Yep. First one, everything in the community. I mean, he's absolutely a no-brainer, right? Yeah. I mean, again, he, Work ethic. he makes it clear he loves San Diego. 
You yeah. know, a lot of guys claim to, but he says, you know, his family's here. He loves it. Grew up a Padre fan. The whole deal. Has the tattoo. Where's Jake Peavy's number? The yeah. whole deal. He's, he's, he even has his own mural. Who doesn't? You. <laughs> uh, so my point is they might have missed the boat. The Padres might have fucked this one up. Well, they waited. Because uh, let, let's, let's look at it. The New York Yankees pitching staff's a disaster. Mm-hmm. The Angels need pitching. Yeah. One of these guys is going to step up and offer him a pretty damn good deal. Now, he might take less to be a Padre, but still, it's going to be a lot of fucking money. Don't you think they try to move Snell this year? Yes. I, it, again, it depends where they are in the standings. And what but, Snell but, does coming exactly. back. Now, correct me on this if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't think Musgrove was on the injured list last year. Am I wrong on that? Do you well, remember him getting hurt? No, I don't so think so. So it's durable, which is very strange. I heard a stat today during the Dodgers-Braves game. Yeah. That the number was higher than I thought. I've always heard that 50% of all pitchers end up on the IL every year. 50%. Mm-hmm. Last year, it was 18, an average of 18 per team. 18 pitchers per team ended up on the Jeez. IL. So if Joe Musgrove has the ability to stay healthy, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, you heard uh, they talked about it. Uh, Tony and Jesse talked about it. I think Kevin AC brought it up. Last night, it's the first time in his career where through his first three starts, he's gone at least six innings in yeah. each of those. That's a credit to him, uh, the staff, right? But, I mean, he's... The Padres he's a, are given the opportunity, though, to be this guy. Yeah, he's a throwback, yeah. dude. He's tough. I mean, he didn't have the opportunity in other places he's been. No. The Blue Jays, the Astros, the Pirates. I mean, he's had an opportunity with the Padres to thrive. Uh, I, I have to say it again today. The more I listen to him, the more, because I'm usually in the car, I don't get a chance to be home watching games too much. We know how much Don and Mudd are great. The more I listen to Jesse and Tony, the more I like these guys. Tony, yeah. Junior has really hit his stride. Dave, today there was a situation. I don't know if you were watching the game on TV, how much you saw. I was out most of the, most of the day. I don't know if you had the game on the radio, but there was a situation probably midway through the game, right around the time Profar hits the home run where a line drive foul ball off the bat of Tommy Pham goes into the press box and apparently missed hitting Kevin Acey by inches. Oh, wow. That would have been a story. And so Agler calls it. He goes, whoa, that honestly just missed hitting Kevin Acey, who was in conversation with the Padres PR guy. And Junior, without missing a beat, goes, hey, you sit there acting cool in the press box not paying attention. That kind of stuff can happen. (laughs) Acting cool. (laughs) Dude, it was so funny. It's so natural. And, you know, Agler takes a shot at Kevin. And, dude, it was great. But it's just, those guys are really good. Last year, they were kind of trying to figure it all out. And I think... Man, between Padre fans, if you're out driving around, Agler always has... Dude, you could tell. Agler really works hard. And the research and the notes that he has, there's always something that's pretty good. It's not the old Roth Porter. When you talk about (laughs) Steve stats. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's just crazy shit that they bring. He's good. I, I agree with you. Jesse's really good. I keep thinking about when Jesse was introduced to San Diego. And he had that bullshit show before the games. It was a bad show. Terrible. Everybody's sitting on the couch. Him and Bill Center. Looking at each other's socks. Jonesy. It was insane. It was an yeah. insanely bad show. 
Yeah. Was that Mike D's plan? Well, I think Mike always knew that he was, was going to be the guy. Yeah. And just come here, play the fool, and then I'll give you a job. Yeah. Okay. I think he did pre and post game shows. Yeah. He did some of that shit. But, uh, dude, and then this guy, have you heard the new guy doing the pre and post game show not. on 97.3? It's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. This guy sounds, and he, he does a fine job. Dude, he is Bob Scanlon. He sounds exactly like Scan. Now, I'm not saying that should have worked against him. Yeah. But you listen to the pregame show, you're like, what the hell is Scan doing? <laughs> and and I'm sorry, I don't know the guy's name, but like I say, he's fine. And I'm sure he's yeah. credentialed and ready to go. It's goddamn crazy how much this guy sounds exactly like Bob Scanlon. Oh, wow. But no, I haven't heard it. That's funny that I haven't paid attention. I've not heard it. Yeah, wait till you hear it. He does okay. pregame and postgame because last year they had you know, 97 different people bouncing around. Which doing is it. weird, yeah. Um, But yeah, dude's fine. But I was like, holy shit, Dave, you got to listen and see how much this dude sounds exactly like Scanlon. All right, I'll pay attention to it. That That's funny. No, uh, Padres, again, they, um, they've done what they're supposed to do. You split with the Braves, not easy to do. World champions, very good lineup. And then they take all three from the Reds. So a uh, good job for them. Day off tomorrow, meaning Thursday. And then they're going to face the Dodgers for three. You and I are supposed to go Friday night together. Yep. And it's supposed to rain. Did you see this? I'm not worried about that. Okay. You aren't? <laughs> Dude, it better not fucking rain. What if it rains? Seriously? It's, look, 60% chance of rain. Is that right? Yeah. Mm, fuck it. I got a jacket. <laughs> I got to figure out what jacket I'm wearing. Oh, my gosh. That's it. Let's go. So I can't wait. And it's beer fest out there, too. Okay, why would you do beer fest when the Dodgers are in town? You're going to yeah. sell out it anyway. Why do, I told well, a save friend. Save it for the Pirates. Why, yeah, those assholes. Um, I said to a friend of mine, I go, why don't they just put roller derby yeah. out or, or make it, you know, brass knuckle night? I mean, what else are we going to do to just instigate? I agree. A fight, right? Yeah. Dude, it made me think in my mind, there's a good chance I might get drunk. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> That's not. Yeah, you're the one that put it in my head. I think you're 100 percent right. Like, I, what the fuck? What are we, we doing here, you, dude? Miserable Padre fan. Miserable Padre fan will be fine. He's yeah. not coming after me. He's, He's on my side. Drunk He's, Flannery. He's drunk, looking. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't let a guy in the zone as drunk Flannery. H.J. <laughs> right? Preller. I mean, uh, the Padres you do not want H.J. Preller's hands on you. I'll tell you that the Padres do three things that are insane. Okay, okay? this fucking beer fest is a joke. Like, we don't drink enough beer right. without Beer Fest? There's $17 each. Yeah. College night is ridiculous. That's a pretty good night. Dude, there are fights everywhere on college oh, is night. That right? These college kids fight all the time. What are they so mad about? It's like, it literally, it's Fight Club out there in right field. It's insane. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And the third one is bringing your pets to the game is ridiculous. <laughs> what is that all about? Yeah. That is ridiculous. Miserable Padre fan said it. I can't think of anything more miserable than bringing my dog to the game. And then I started thinking about it. Going, you know, that motherfucker's right. I go, what if your dog takes a piss or shit? Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Yeah, you got a little baggie? Yeah. And what it, if it, your fucking dog takes a foul ball off the head because you're talking? <laughs> like AC. Why would he bring your dog to the game? You relax. Stay he, home. He has no interest in going. He, he he's not like he when you get home. He wins. Yeah, when you get home, he's not like, hey, put the game on. Where you been? <laughs> I understand. It's Petco Park, but it is ridiculous. It's so stupid. What are we doing here? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Those three things make no sense. You have the third highest ticket prices in all of Major League Baseball, yet people are going to the game. You don't need these gimmicks. 
Buddy, you want to go see? Put, the- you can't put ice cream in a fucking batting helmet for me, please. Buddy, you want to go see the Mets? You want to go see the Mets? Grab your leash. Come on, tweet, tweet. <laughs> Fuck is going on? You want to see the Mets? Come on, let's go. You said you wanted to go. Holy shit! Tom Seaver's your favorite. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Can you imagine just sitting down? All of a sudden, some dipshit next to these guys, Great Dane, yeah. drooling oh, on shit. you. Sorry about old Roy. It's <laughs> feeding him hot dogs, dog has bad <laughs> gas. You're like Jesus. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, Roy. <laughs> the fuck's going on? Or just somebody, just a cat. Oh my god! What do you say that goddamn cat name was? We said two weeks ago, Mr. Ruffles. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Ruffles. He's at, at, yeah. He's at the game. What the fuck is this? Uh, in a all, carrier? Out of all the names you just threw out of your head, dude, my yep. favorite is still Lucy from the last show when you talked about Coach. Hey. And <laughs> gave her a little bit of... We play a little pepper in that truck, Dave. You know what that means? What does that mean? It means I scored. <laughs> <laughs> dude, someone... The guy was arguing about the, the Luke Voigt... Deal mm-hmm. today. I had three guys who were, were obviously Padre fans were arguing with me saying it was well, clean. I'm a Padre fan, but Jesus guys. Christ. So, exactly. You see it for real. The guy says to me, Well, I listened to coach today and he told me he caught for 12 years. I'm like, Coach is 6'8. 12 years. Catcher. Shut the fuck up. From where? In the yeah. bigs? No. Did he play for the Expos? Did he back up Gary Carter? Fucking Lucadia Little League. 12 years. He wouldn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> He was he on up there? Piccadilly Restaurant, That's Cardiff? It. Fucking Simon Ivigen. Fucking, I don't know what the hell yeah. he's doing. What did he play for? Rock and Baja? We didn't even have one of those in North County. What do we have back then? We had Billy Bob's Barbecue up on the hill. Captain Kino's. He probably was on that Captain Kino. Hey, Goddamn, Dave, he was on the Lucadian. His dad owned the Lucadian. <laughs> what the hell's going on with Coach's resume? It gets deeper and deeper as he gets older and older. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When I was backing up Kareem in 82. Right. I mean, what the hell's going on? Right. Yeah. You know, uh, Maverick's coming out. That's based on me, too. I spent uh, <laughs> nine years as a fighter pilot in Grenada. Oh, you did not, you fuck. He sure did. Took him out. Took him <laughs> out. Huh? Try to try to think of coach. Try to fit one of those fucking planes. Yeah. <laughs> what was your call name? Stud. No, it was not. So it was right there on the side of my plane, stud. Go get him. Go get him. And coach just says 10,000 terrible things that I won't repeat here. Yeah, no fucking way. Yeah, you know why I went to Tory? I had the in-house squat record. What? I squatted 711 pounds. How did you get 11, coach? <laughs> what the hell? We had weird bars. <laughs> you know, we did, Dave. We only had so many 45 plates. So we went down to the lunch room because I had already done 700. And we got 10 pounds of ground beef. <laughs> and I put that in. I said, you know what? Do we have any more? They said, my God, that's for the sloppy Joes. I said, just put one more on, okay? Do it for stud. They said, you got stud. They put on 7-Eleven, and then I knew I'd hit the wall. 
I just save it because I knew I was going to be flying 27 straight hours into Grenada. Dude, I'm trying to think of Coach with the helmet. You yeah. know, the, it was his eyes, uh, Iceman or Maverick on him. It yeah. just says stud. Stud. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck's going on? God dang Commander McBragg over here. Uh, Eddie, what do you fucking think the chances are over here that uh, big, big boy here, the fucking squatted 7-Eleven? We had Joe Delora like, uh, what, Eddie, what was that guy saying? Joe who? <laughs> Joe da, Joe da, Joe D. <laughs> Joe D, it's a kid, say Delama Lord. Hey, oh, <laughs> oh, look at this guy over here, Mr. Know-it-all. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I love when the Jewish kid gets Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, come on, David. <laughs> yeah, but stud. Stud. I think you meant dud. <laughs> big... Big John Dud, <laughs> my favorite wrestler. Oh, oh Dave, that's what it was. He was Big John Stud with two Ds. <laughs> you know that, Eddie? Eddie, you like the wrestling? Yeah, yeah. I like that fabulous moolah. <laughs> you little fucking pervert. You probably did like her. You little creeper. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. Someone asked me the other day when you're naming your, uh, your top five girls. Yeah. They said to me, how in the hell could Jeff leave out Marie Osmond? God. <laughs> Super upset. It's one of those things me I get. Too. It's one of the questions I got. Oh, that's a very fair question, and I would answer it. Yeah. I don't know who I'd drop off. I had Jacqueline Smith, Angie Dickinson, Pam Greer, Victoria Principal. And Lisa. Lisa. Ah, fuck. How about that? Yeah, we got to go six. <laughs> Marie's in. I can't drop any of those other five <laughs> off, Dave. Goddamn golden, all of them. Fucking perfect. Marie Osmond's about perfect. Yeah. Marie Osmond, no joke, looks great. I told you. Yeah. Saw her in Disneyland in person. She was smoking hot. Fuck yeah, she is. <laughs> Line her up. God damn. Hey, yeah. If that's the kind of questions coming in, Dave, I don't mind meeting the heat. Then I get worse once than that. You don't want them. All right, that's fine. <laughs> I don't want Because I know you. You'll start off, okay, let's see what you got. Mind their own fucking business. <laughs> I already know it's not going to go well. I'm like, that's a listener. You just said to mind your own fucking business. Yeah, I never look. Where do they even come into? They, I get them on Twitter. I get them on through a direct message. Oh, that's funny. Because yeah. I muted everybody. Yeah, you did. You muted everybody. Oh, shit. They direct messaged me. Absolutely. Are yeah. you looking at the game? Looking forward to the game? The Padre game on Friday? Yeah, completely. We're going to see uh, Julio Urias against okay. Nick Martinez. Uh, Martinez you know, is the number five starter. He kind of, I mean, look, he's the guy that's going to go and be your long guy in the pen, I would think. But the problem is you gave him a lot of money. Yeah, you did. Um, You're talking when Snell comes back, he's the one that goes. Or Clevenger. That'd be interesting. Clevenger pitched last night at El Paso again. Yeah. But I think what they could do, Dave, is I think if Clevenger comes up and whenever Snell gets there... I think it's going to be one of those situations where a guy's going to have to piggyback him, right? So yep. Martinez is going to do that. They showed this thing on MLB Network today. We talk about the spider tack all the time, mm-hmm. especially with you, Darvish, because his numbers are ridiculously different than they were before. He actually made the all-star game over his numbers when spider tack was legal, or they didn't stop it. Garrett Cole's numbers are insane. Yeah. Did you see this? I didn't see, so but I I'm just going to throw gone. a couple of, because Garrett Cole, everyone knows, makes a shitload of money. Yeah. That's why I was just thinking of Musgrove, where the Yankees, where they go chase a guy like that. Garrett Cole is ERA, June 3rd, 2021, okay? Mm-hmm. 232. 
Okay. Very good. After Spider Tech is gone, four three five. Toot. Right. Whip one twenty two after. Okay. Point nine zero before. K's have 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 changed by only just one. Um, ball strikeout rate. I mean, balls per nine innings has, has tripled. Wow. Okay. And opponents' batting average has gone from one ninety eight to two thirty six. So you're paying them all this money, and it's like a phony. Yeah. I mean, it's almost to the point. Could a team sue? Say sue that that they signed a guy on false pretenses. Oh man! Because you're locked into this jerk off for a long time. Yeah, he's blaming Billy Crystal. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Get out of here, Mister Mom. Oh, that was in. He wasn't Mister Mom. The fuck was he? He City was Mister Saturday Night. That's the one that he lost his shit on that people made fun of. Uh, that movie was awful. That was the one where, remember, Stern sent all those guys making Mr. Saturday Night jokes. Uh, and he got really upset. Yeah. You can tell Howard to go back. This isn't fun or funny. <laughs> uh, just quickly, because we do it in-house, in yeah. the family. Uh, happy birthday to Erica's sister. Really? Yeah, did you see she posted the picture? No, I didn't. I, I, I was out all day. She posted the picture, and it's her sister standing next to Erica, and the sister's taller. That's what I wanted as my question. And Dan Williams, with the line of the day, goes, how tall is your sister? 5'1"? <laughs> and then... What is the height difference? What is it? And then Erica said, I bet she's taller than you. And Dan said, how tall is she? And she said, 5'9". And Dan's like, do you think I'm 5'8"? He <laughs> got a mad Toledo guy. Isn't Dan like 6'3", six, 6'4"? Six, Dan's yeah, a tall guy. Dan Dan's, played college basketball. Yeah, well, not in Erica's eyes. Didn't go the way he thought it was going to go, did he, Erica? <laughs> she thinks he's a little shrimp. Like, you little twerp. And so... <laughs> uh, five one. Yeah, that's what Dan said. That was a good goddamn line. That is a great line. So, happy birthday. Good. She's um, younger or older? Uh, let's see. Hang on, I'll let you judge. Hang on, let's see. I think she's going to be... Here, there she is. Let's Probably see. younger. I think she's younger. Yeah, younger. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, Dan said she's probably about 5'1". There's no way that girl's 5'9". No. 5'9". So, so, Dan wrote, I'm guessing she's about 5'1". And then probably taller than you, Dan. Oh. But our man, Leisure Fryer, jumped right in because he had a bus pass. <laughs> But unfortunately, she's off the market. Oh, there's the real picture. Leisure Fryer always does jump in. There's the updated oh, picture. Oh, there you go. Who posted that one? Uh, that's, that's sad. That's uh, Doyer's Dave posted that. <laughs> that's goddamn good work right there. Enjoy that. I wish I had that ability. Right? Just a, look how little she is. <laughs> Cute as a button. She is. And Absolutely. So, Are we going to see her Friday? Uh, the game? I don't know, Dave. I'm just kind of there to hang out. <laughs> Are we doing the Padres meetup? Fuck no. Oh, come on. Go up and do it. I'm doing it. You can go if I get an invite, I'm doing it. You can go up there and have fun. I'm only going if Erica's there. Yeah, you got to put her on your shoulders? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be like the, her and her sister could do like the little rascals. Yeah. They wear the big trench coat. Yeah, sneak And put in. the other one on top of the shoulders and just yeah. pay for one ticket. Dude, that's good thinking. And then get all the beer they can get. Did you ever write her uh, Twitter bio like you said you were going to do? Yeah, I told you what my bio was. I told her to put it in. What'd you write? Still not tall enough to ride a roller coaster. Ah, oh, shit. I'll tell you what. You say, ah, oh, shit. 
I like her. God, she was singing in the car today, and her poor daughter, Avery, yeah, just yelling from her heart, stop singing. Oh, wow. Could she not sing? No. Oh, that's sad. But the problem is nobody's broken the news to her yet. Oh, boy. That's me, I'll tell you. But I know I can't sing. There's a difference. Well, I know, but you're not putting a little kid... No. In a car seat yeah. who's strapped in. No kidding. Like goddamn David Blaine in a straitjacket. Okay, we're going to put you in this straitjacket. We're going to hang you upside down. And then guess what? I'm going to sing the soundtrack the goddamn 48 hours to you. <laughs> All right. There you go. And it's Two hour Bob Dylan, one hour Erica. Which one are you taking? Oh, Bob Dylan. <laughs> I go Bob Dylan stay through the encore. <laughs> Fuck. Not only would I do that. I'd see him here, yeah, and then I'd see him at the Pyramid in Long Beach. <laughs> where's Bob Dylan performing here? Fuck, where is he? Casino Palma? Where are they bring? Is he those doing up? casinos? And probably him and Freddie Fender. I would not go see. And, and you know what? The people like Bob Dylan—they're such assholes. <laughs> like the Grateful Dead people. Ah, oh, fuck yeah! So tired. Fish. Fish. <laughs> Fish is the worst. <laughs> uh, Fish, Dave Matthews. Yeah, did you're right. Yeah, oh, fuck. I can't stand Dave Matthews. Weezer. Think, how many times? How many times did Vera would say, "I have a nephew's in the Dave Matthews band," and I'd go, "Fuck!" Like, oh. what do you want me to say to that? Yeah, I hate Dave Matthews. I couldn't tell Vera that. No, but now that she's not here, I hate Dave Matthews. Yeah, like you hear interviews with Coldplay. <laughs> Imagine, Dave, would you rather go see Coldplay or Bob Dylan? I'd see Coldplay. Oh, fuck. Dude, I can't stand Bob Dylan's voice. It literally, like, hurts my ears. I know, but it's just... Like, I always wonder, what the fuck? How did this guy make it? Yeah. I just feel like if I went to a Coldplay concert, the next day I'd probably go buy a pair of cargo <laughs> pants. Or one of those little fucking things where you roll up the cuffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. What the hell are they called? Like, you probably go pair of... Buy, I know what you're talking about. You go see Coldplay, Dave, and I'm telling you, the next day you're going to Miller's Outpost and buying white... <laughs> and you're buying a pair of white jeans. I never owned a pair of white jeans. Did no. you? No. Be honest. You ever own a pair of white jeans? No. Yeah, me neither. I probably had a couple stonewash. They could have yeah, stuff. Dude, the motorcycle Because when stonewash came out, we are all like, dude, I've never seen jeans that look like These this. These are really awesome. Absolutely, they were. Yeah, like you're a dumb shit. Dude, remember remember when this is around the same time. Yeah. Remember Stonewash, whatever jeans you had, the first time you got a button fly? Yeah. And then the first time you're like, hey, I got a button fly on. Oh, that's weird. I gotta take a piss. And yeah. then you start panicking. Do you yeah. to get the buttons on? What the hell? What is God the hell going on here? Oh shit. It is like a nine one one emergency. Like yeah. oh, it's a race to try and get these buttons undone before yeah. you piss yourself. Yep. And then you panic that you can't get your buttons back buttoned up. Yeah. That was it was a dumb oh, idea. I never had a pair of white jeans, and I had one buddy. You probably had one buddy, too. I had one buddy in the group that got a pair of, like, leather pants. Did he really? No, not me. No, My no, buddy no. Did. I mean, you really yeah. had a buddy that did it? Yeah. Was he in a band? Oh, I actually had another buddy who managed a bunch of bands. He had leather pants. You know what? That's I actually think it was probably him. And he got away with it because, but we're like, man, those just look uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But we would go to like Diego's or the Bacchanal, right? Like all these clubs in San Diego. So the first time we saw him in leather pants, did you make a joke? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
fuck's going on? Does your mom know? Does your mom know? Does your dad know? Fuck you doing, Ricky Rocket? Get your shit together, kid. It's all squeaking when he walks. I like how you don't even have to finish the question. We all know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. But what if if Josh was walking out and he had a pair of leather pants? Oh, my God. Did I roast him? What the fuck is wrong with you? You owe him. I could shame him to the point he'd go change. Well, I think not. I I just think. Yeah. You owe him an apology. You owe me an apology. Okay. For misleading me the other night on the show. That's funny. I got a message about this, too, today. Go ahead. Finish what you're saying. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. You gave me poor information. He was clearly upset. He was upset with both of us. Yeah. Not even knowing that I had not been given accurate information. Okay. He, he told me and you that we have glaucoma, <laughs> and it's just part of the problems we have. He is insinuated we have many problems and you can add glaucoma to the list and the only thing that i'm guilty of is taking you at your word and he proved that you're a fucking liar so josh i'm sorry okay look this is all about the last show when i said uh, my sister wanted josh to date alan jackson's daughter Mm -hmm. who just lost her husband uh in 2019 and josh said no because josh said she'll be thinking about her Mm ex-husband or former husband i guess it was never an ex so you guys did the Google images and said, see? And I'm like... I did not. How about, did. How about imaging the goddamn bank account? How about it's not about him? It's about me sometimes. Oh, boy. Terrible. How about $100 million in a couple private planes? Don't look too bad. That's terrible. It's not terrible. Women have been doing it for years. Married for money. I refuse to participate in that. I wish him all the best. Everybody. Well, he said no. You and him are on the same page. Yeah. Shouted at me. He did. He got so mad at you. You didn't even say shit. It's about time. It's about time one of these went my way. Yeah. I told, dude, it was great. I had the best game the other night. This is fun. And any guy should do this. Yeah. Because unfortunately, Dave, and and I won't, I won't give specifics, but you and I are lucky enough that we have female friends that mean a lot to us. And uh, and unfortunately, some of them still deal with chauvinism yeah. and just sexism in the workplace, right? Yeah. So I had a friend the other day who kind of ran into it, right? Had really? Th- had thought at their place of employment that maybe it wouldn't really be a factor, and then as it did, man, because guys just being guys, it yeah. reared its ugly head. And so she's upset, the whole thing. And so this is what I did as a guy. I'm listening to her, right? And uh, I go, let me tell you something, sweetie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, I said, I don't know if it's uh, you're dealing with calendar issues I don't know if you don't like what you saw on Real Housewives last night, but I tell you what would make you feel a whole lot better. I said, why don't you bring that cute little ass of yours into the kitchen? You know the way. And I said, well, why don't you whip me up a BLT and see if there's an ice-cold Michelob in that fridge? And she laughed and laughed and laughed, and I go, look, let's play this game. I go, I'm going to be that guy, and you could just go off. Yeah. She's like, well, I'm going to say some things. I go, as my kids often tell me, 
You have to have feelings to have hurt feelings. <laughs> Dave, it was so goddamn funny because she's like, let me tell you something, you fucking asshole. Hey, let's put that pretty little mouth in. <laughs> she but couldn't was, keep up, could she? No, she, oh, bullshit. She was great, but it was so much fun because it didn't get her in trouble. And I said, look, here, here's the thing, and I know we have women that listen to this show. Yeah. Dave, tell me if I'm wrong on this. Yes. This is what I said to her. I said, every guy in the world thinks they can fuck you. Oh, yeah. And so they're pretty convinced that they can fuck you, and that's what's going to happen. But now they're just waiting. Now, if they determine that you're not quite up to their standards, yeah. They don't want you to walk away empty-handed, so the consolation prize is that the guy is going to be nice to you. Because while you may not get the magic of them and their, you know, best friend, yeah, we're at least going to show you the common courtesy of being nice to you. And by the way, you're welcome. <laughs> and then I said, if it's a situation where they're like, "No, I I want to do her," and she's like, "No." Well, then it's your fucking problem. And I don't know. Either A, you don't like men. Or B, you're fucking bipolar. You're weird. And that opens up the door for me to treat you like the bitch you are. And she's like, you know, you don't say very many profound things. But that was pretty good. That's the way guys are. But it's it. Guys are so dumb. I can tell you right now. Just... As a guy that used to date in the 80s, early 90s, yeah. if a friend of mine tried to hit on a girl and she wasn't interested, right? what was the line as soon as they turned around to face us? Oh, you know what they said. I'll say it right now. Lesbian. Yeah, that's what they said. So I told her. Yeah, that's what they would say. That was just automatic because guys get their feelings hurt. Oh, no, there's no way she well, can't be interested us. in me. Not me. Yeah, all right. Hey, good for you. Melissa Etheridge is in concert. <laughs> Go have fun, okay? <laughs> that's the way guys are. That dumb. So, I was telling you, guys are so stupid. Yeah, but it was, dude, it was so goddamn funny. The funny thing is, dude, these guys who make these passes at these women that are completely over the line, especially in the workplace. Yeah, and they're still there. It's everywhere, That amazes dude. me, especially, I'd say, age-wise. Like, I keep thinking, yes. my dad, I don't think, meant to ever come off the wrong way, but looking back at it, my dad was, yeah. I, my dad wasn't looking to date, but my dad would say things that nowadays, ago go, that's inappropriate. Yeah. What kind mm -hmm. of perfume are you wearing? You well, know, boy, you you look great today. You know, where are you from? You know, the way he talks, like, dude, what the hell are we doing here? Dave, you still have men calling women honey. Yeah, sweetheart. Sweetie, sweetheart. Yeah, all that stupid shit. Yeah, but if a, I hate to say it. If a girl did that to any of us guys. I got to go. Hey, yeah. I'm not, Dave, no podcast tonight. It's go time. I'll be at the Scandia. Dave, see if we can run a phone line to the Scandia Motel in Oceanside. 100%. That's the way guys are. So stupid. I can't believe I'm here. There, there's a, two girls in my office trying to fuck oh, me today. Oh, fuck. Let's get this show over. But yeah, it's, dude, it's one of the most fun things. And uh, I texted her the next day. I go, how you doing? She goes, that was so goddamn funny. Because I just kept amping it up. And she's like, the sad thing is, you're probably, she goes, I know you're just fucking around. Yeah. She goes, you're probably not far off from where he is in real life. And you're like, that just kind of, that just kind of sucks, yeah. right? Um, but okay. yeah, it was great. Here's a, no joke. We got to remember this question that I'm about to ask you because you can't answer it. 
Okay. But we got to remember this question. Next time we have a girl in, in here. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck, it probably Susan Vincent. I don't know if I'm going to ask her this question. Yeah. Is how many seconds does it take a girl to decide if she's going to have sex with a guy? Like a guy automatically, the second he's getting dressed to go well, out for the night, I, that's he's going, I'm, get, I'm getting laid. Yeah. Uh, or a girl, she knows that night if she's getting laid or not. Right. But how long does it take her to meet a guy to go, I'm fucking that guy? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like I less than 30 seconds, two hours. Like, what does it take? I don't know. All right. We got, we got to ask somebody that comes in here. Yeah, I don't know. But just call Katie Temple right now and ask her. Katie, no, don't, don't, don't call Katie. Katie, you're on the show. Did you get so mad? She gets so fucking mad. Dude. She already gets mad at the way we talk. I, okay. This is why I love Katie Temple. I will love her forever. She's great. So for a couple of weeks, We've been trying to put schedule together, yeah. right? So I sent her a message today. Is this, the, is this the restaurant deal? The schedule you're trying to put together? Well, this is something else. But okay, because we'll... she fucking owes me a damn dinner since yeah. 2020. She's not good at schedules. Well, I said to her today, we were working at iHeart, and she reached out. She said, hey, I've got a couple of friends in town, and Duran Duran's in concert tomorrow. Do you have any chance of having, do you have any in for tickets for Duran Duran. I said, Katie, we're fucking 1360. Like they probably give them to the, the DHL driver, (laughs) but I go, let me check around. So I check around nothing. Right. But I told her just cause I'm a fucking weirdo. Anytime I hear a Duran Duran song driving around Sirius or any of the local channels, always just clicks the thing in my head. Like, Hey, if I checked in on her, if I talked to her, the whole thing, so I reached out to her today, and I go, listen, I don't know a lot about Duran Duran, but Dave, I'm going to tell you this right now, okay? I don't know the whole library. Yeah. I said, I'm just going to tell you, Katie, you're a fan, and you can argue, but you're wrong. They peaked with Rio. Yeah, they did. Because the fucking video, I don't care who you are. You look at that video, you go, that's a pretty cool video. On yeah. the boat, the boat's clearly going high speed. You go, well, that may not be my music. We go, that's pretty good by those guys, right? You hear the song, you flash back to early days of MTV, depending on how old you are. And you're like, that was a video that even though I wasn't a Duran Duran fan, you'd keep that on because you go, that's pretty cool. I think my favorite Duran Duran song was Reflex. Yeah, probably. I was not a Duran Duran fan. No, me I remember when they first came out, everyone, this is what they were saying. They're the next Beatles. No, they weren't. No. You weren't hungry like a wolf? No, I didn't. I never bought anything Duran Duran. No, I didn't either. But it, so it made me think of Katie. Yeah. So I reached out to her today. I told her she refused to acknowledge that I was right. Yeah. Because she has trouble admitting this. But we started setting a schedule. And the days that usually work for me are Monday and Tuesday. Because yeah. we're here Wednesday. Monday and Tuesday are pretty open. Uh Wednesday, we're back here. Thursday, I see my kids. Friday, it's into the weekend. Yeah. First thing she says, I go, hey, just let me know. <sighs> Are Monday and Tuesdays the only days that work for you? I go, God damn it, Katie. Have you always been this high maintenance? So she laughs. And she goes, gives me two possible days, right? Yeah. Hey, what about this day? What about that day? So we set it up for Cinco de Mayo. Okay. So I go, this is great. I go, let's go out Cinco de Mayo. Talk about a couple of different places. I said, hey, as we get closer, we'll figure it out. This goddamn kid, this is why Katie Temple, if you hear this, I will love you to the day I die. 
It's not two seconds later, and I get a Google Calendar invite from her. Dinner on Cinco de Mayo. I go, it's only you and me. It's not like there's 87 people and we have to keep track of the, you know, we didn't have to send an evite. You know, like when you do a. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Look at this fucking maniac. Have you already made your reservations? No. All right, you better. People are busy on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, we'll be fine. Katie's a big shot. (laughs) Just going, just going. Yeah. Where are you guys going? I don't know where we're going. But, Dave, look at this shit. Invitation. And then she put Rio. Exclamation yeah. point. Thursday, May 5th. Yeah. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo. You better show. I'll go. I okay. told her I sent him off the next day because I'm taking my kid, uh, my twerp kid to Pearl Jam. But who sends a calendar invite? She obviously doesn't trust you. You're, she thinks you're a flake. Oh, shit. She does. No, she doesn't trust you. Well, all right. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> I accepted the invite. That makes sense because you're a flake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lesson All right. learned. So, yeah, right. well, that's it. I'm, I'm going to ask you on the 6th if you went. You, you won't see me on the 6th. I'll be at Pearl Jam at All the right. forum. I'll text you. Yeah, ask I'll me. Text you. And we won't have a show on the 8th because it's Mother's Day. So try to remember on the 9th. And Dave, okay. make sure, remember, I told you that diamond brooch for Mother's Day, it's great. I know it's $3,000, <laughs> but goddamn, your wife's an angel. So if you get a chance, I think they'll finance it. And do that and do like you talked about. Take her on that two-week cruise. She'd love it. She walked away. All right. <laughs> Jeff's just rambling. She looked, she gave me the look when he said $3,000. Yeah, she just walked away. God damn it. That's it. Whatever. Hey, oh, my God. Hey, I want to mention Brian Curry. I mean, I was talking a lot today about real estate with someone close to me mm-hmm. saying they're looking to buy their first home and saying, you know, this is what it takes. You have to get pre-approved. Before you start yeah. looking for a home, you got to get pre-approved. You got to figure everything out. But look, you're in better shape if you already own a home. And you can obviously make money off it. You want to make the most you possibly can. Brian Curry is going to be the guy to help you do that. Again, finding the right home in the right community, the right street. One of the things Brian Curry pointed out to me, which I never mm-hmm. even thought of because I've made this mistake in the past, never buy a house on a street with a double line. It means it's high traffic. I never fucking thought about it. Dude, love it. Never. Yeah. He, said, he said, never do it. And so he's sitting there telling me, hey, this is what you want. Don't get stuck in one of those houses where it's hard to even back out of your driveway because there's traffic going behind yeah. you and going, what a pain in the ass this is. Brian's your guy. Brian's really good at what he does. He's been doing this more than 25 years, but most importantly, he's going to get the most amount of money for your home and find you the home of your dreams next. Again, call Brian Curry for real estate news at 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Who I feel so bad for is every now and then I find myself downtown and I find myself all the way over at the west end of downtown and you realize that there are people that actually have homes yeah. that they've purchased and probably saved for and have been excited for because, honestly, being a homeowner is great. And then you realize their house is directly above the trolley. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, fucking day. <laughs> oh, fucking day. God damn it. <laughs> Who sold us this house? Not Brian Curry, because he will tell you, especially if you're like me, right? I'm the most impatient guy in the world. Yeah. Hey, Brian, I'm looking at this place at 123 Rail Avenue. You know why they call it Rail Avenue, Jeff? Because you're on the goddamn train tracks. What? (laughs) Yeah, you want to go down there and hear clang, clang, clang with the trolley, you fuck? (laughs) I'm not moving you there. Shut up. All right. 
Out we go. Yeah. You want to go. It's pretty simple. When you get the keys to your house, whether it's your first, your fifth. Yeah. Doesn't matter. When you put the key in the door, you want to love it. Yes, you do. You don't do. want to hate it. And it's a very simple thing. And you would think it's a very simple formula, but sadly, it's not. That's why you need BC on your side. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, as far as pools go to go with that beautiful home, Taylor May Pools, Alan Taylor standing by. Don't forget that perfect pool for you is right there. Pools you have never imagined before. Alan Taylor makes them become a possibility because he's going to show you things to say, we can do this in your backyard. Nobody has a pool like this. Alan Taylor's your guy. Ask about available financing. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. You don't hear as much about the Ukraine. You don't hear much about gas anymore. All I know, Dave, is I filled my tank tonight. Yeah. And it was $62 to fill the tank. How much is it normally? Uh, it used to be about 40 Okay. And now I have a hybrid, and I'm lucky that it gets 600 miles. But the point being is that, man, it, it just feels like it's really times where you go, are we ever going to get a break? Well, one of the ways you get yourself a break is probably to cut down on travel and cut down on driving. And you go, all right, well, now I've got a little bit more disposable income. What can I do? Because my kids are looking for a vacation. We got to get them out. Let them burn off a little steam. Uh, Dave just mentioned it. There's financing available for that tailor-made pool. And what would look better in your backyard, especially as we get into the warmer months? So uh, I say this all the time. I think a lot of you have taken advantage of it. But if you haven't, you should. Go to DaveAndJeffShow.com because on the sponsor page, you can take a look at some of the beautiful pools that Alan has built around our community. Probably built one for your neighbors. And the next pool he builds, he can build it for you. You'll absolutely love it. Your kids will love it, and your family will love it as well. Check it out, TaylorMade Pools. Absolutely. Don't forget about Dan Williams. Dan Williams is the one to sit there help you out with your finances. Again, we talk so much about what you could buy. Let's get out of the market of being in debt. Dan Williams can help you get your finances in order, and then you start making that list of things I've always wanted and things that Dan Williams can help you figure out that you can afford. Again, Dan Williams is the guy to help you get into the rental market, help you get that first home, doing great things throughout the community. 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. A lot of you have written to us and said, how can a guy 5'8 help us with our finances? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Can he even reach the keyboard? And I go, I don't like any of that. I have friends that are not even 5'8". I love them. They're impact people, longtime supporters of this show. We don't challenge them. We don't ask any questions. It doesn't matter how tall you are. You can be 3'8", 4'8", 5'8", 6'8". Your family here and Dan Williams' family. I'll tell you what Dan did today. He texted me. Uh, not talking about finances because, of course, credit is important to everybody. Yes. Whether you're trying to buy a car, whether you're trying to... Heck, it's important when you are applying for a job. How many people applied for a job 20 years ago? Did they ever ask for your social and let you know they were going to run your credit? Yeah. People do it all the time now because they want to know, is there any baggage that you're bringing in? They also want to know if you're responsible enough to pay your bills. If you're responsible enough to pay your bills, then you're going to be responsible enough to show up to work and do your job every day. But how about... Uh, how about your pal, Red Light Williams? <laughs> Red Light Williams wants everybody to know that about the next guy we're going to tell you about, Kyle Fluger. I just casually threw out a few names the other day. I mentioned, hey, Julie Brownman. Yeah. The lovely and talented Katie Temple, Sean Walchef. All have been a, uh, 
been benefactors of Kyle Flugel. Dude, I was going to say the same thing. So I'm like, everybody I run into, Kyle already does everything for him. Dan today. Yeah. I think it was 4.15 in the morning. Yeah. Maybe not, but it's fun to say because it it's more dramatic. <laughs> hey, Fluger does my website, too. Yeah, he seems like he does everybody's website. It's unbelievable. He's Dan's website's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right, he does Dan's, too. These are smart people. Well, they are. Kyle Fluger. That's absolutely right. You need a website that delivers. Uh, oh, God. I had the absolute nightmare of a website the other day. Just absolute nightmare and trying to do it i was trying to get flowers delivered to a friend who had dealt with a bad day yeah the website sucked the the customer service sucked complete disaster right and all of a sudden you start looking at other websites dave that work well i'm sure dan would tell you i'm sure julie i'm sure sean katie any of them or like you said dave the other friends that have pointed out that sean's helped them uh and kyle's helped them or uh, kyle's helped them excuse me um, it just means so much when you have a website that does its job and, and Kyle's going to help you get there. Absolutely. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. All right, here we go. Celebrity birthdays. We're going to April 20th. Okay. okay. We're going to start with someone no longer with us, but I know you're a big fan. Okay. Luther Vandross. Oh, my God. So I'm five times in concert. Maybe the best show. One of the best shows I've ever seen. So I'm... Sports arena in the round was unbelievable. And then uh, some twice in London. Once at the Hammersmith Odeon and once at Royal Albert Hall. Fuck, Dave. That guy was unbelievable in concert. Right. Greatest voice of all time for a guy. Uh, I would. Yeah. I mean, Sam Cooke's my guy. I mean, there's a bunch of different oh ones. Oh, my God. You saw Luther five times. How many times did you see Sam Cooke? I never got to see okay. him because they Don't shot him. Don't be so quick to say he's your all-time guy. They shot him dead. Figaro in L.A. Luther. This is going to bum me out when he hears age. Dude, I'm going to say Luther was, uh, I think today he'd be 66. 71. Really? Yep, 71. Uh, he was 54 when he passed. God damn, it's been that long, huh? And I'll say 80 million. 40 million. Fuck. Not as much as I thought. No, I don't know how much he wrote, so maybe yeah. that's part of it. There you go. Okay. All right, here's one of your favorites. I'm shocked she didn't make your list. Jessica Link. Dude, I would leave this show right now. If she called and said, I'm at uh, the Residence Inn at Shelter Island, I'd be later, Dave. Figure it out. Do you remember? Okay, everyone knows her from King Kong. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, though, in uh, Everybody's All-American? Yes. And she, she gets naked in that movie with Timothy Hutton on the beach, but you don't see her naked. She's in a, It's a silhouette. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? The moon's behind her. It's dark, so okay. you can only see her, her, her shape of her body. Wasn't she also in that wild movie with Nicholson? Postman always rings twice. I think I, that was I, a, I thought that was the Virgin Postman only always comes twice. Whoa, Jesus Christ! You want Geekster to hear that? Oh, Are you happy with that? I think I have seen that one, but not the one you brought up. Starring Ge- Johnny Sins. Geekster, Rose, Jane. <laughs> So funny, I'm you just so said sorry. Rose. I'm sorry, Rose. Someone pointed this out to me in, a, in one of these messages on Twitter. Yeah. Every time Jeff goes through the list of women, Rose. I love it. <laughs> I know you do. It's so funny, though, but Rose always gets in on these. Yeah. Rose's husband's like, what the fuck? What's going on? Because she's the funniest follower on Twitter. Yeah, she is. She's great. I'm just she like, fights oh everybody. Oh, my God. It's so funny you just said Rose. I'm so offended <laughs> so for all offended. of you. Jane. You're the one that said it. I, <laughs> you started this shit. Christy. 
so sorry for you. <laughs> sorry for you. Um, Jessica Lang. This is really, you think I was sad about Luther. Wait till I tell you Jessica <laughs> Lang's 78. 73. Oh, my apologies. Yeah. I'd take her. I know you would. Even uh, if she was 78, you would. Yeah, for sure. Even if she was like, you know what I want to do, Jeff? I want to go to the Red Lobster. I'd be like, I want to go to Bob Dylan. <laughs> and then we're going to Bob Dylan. We're going to Long John Silver's and then Bob Dylan. I'd be God damn it. I just grip my teeth. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I think she's worth $14 million. $20 million. She's fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we're up to seven right now. Seven of them. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. She's them. Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra. I'm going to say she's 47. 50 years old today. No shit. Yeah, 50. Uh, she She's not very tall either. I've seen her in person a few times. Who's taller, her or Erica? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, Carmen is. Yeah. Probably a good four inches. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll say four million. Eight million dollars. Damn. Eight million for her. Okay. All right, last one. George Takei. George Takei is awesome. Let's say he's 83. 85. 85. Uh, I think, dude, he owns banks and shit. I'm going to say 90 million. That's funny you say that. No, it says only 14 million. I thought he said That's he was a, on the board of directors of all these banks and shit. I, I don't know if that pays anything. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Not sure. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. All right, this one is actually written in to me, so I'm going to uh, read this one first. Okay. Is Manny Machado the best defensive infielder the Padres have ever had? Robbie Alomar was gone really, really quick. I have to think. I mean, Caminetti was pretty goddamn exciting at third. I think Manny is better than Cammy. Yeah, I'll say yes. I, dude, what about Ozzie Smith? Uh, before my time, Ozzie was great. But I, I look at, to me, Dave, the, it comes down to Caminetti and Machado. Because they they did so much to carry the team. Yeah. Like, dude, Machado is just fucking awesome, man. Yeah. It's weird. As good as he is, it's weird that he can't win a gold glove because Arenado's in the league. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and I also think, too, I, I think a lot of media members are, are pussies and hold it against him that See, they don't like him. I think if you lived in St. Louis, you'd have a different feeling. Come on, why, so. why are you sitting there punishing Arenado? The guy is fantastic. No, I know, I like Arenado, but I'm just saying, like, Manny often isn't in the top five for Dude, anything. Jim Cott won, like, 22 gold gloves. You really yeah. think he was that good of a fielder? He was goddamn kitty. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, how ambitious are you? Oh, I like that. Um, I think, it, I think it depends on, I don't know that I could go. Depends who you're with. Yeah, right? I, mean, I think it depends on the... If you're with Lisa Lisa in the Colt Jam. Just Lisa yeah. Lisa. Fuck the Colt Jam. You're with Lisa Lisa. Yeah. You're a 10. 100%. Right? Yeah, 100%. Okay, you're with Leisure Fryer. One. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I love him. He's great. <laughs> I love him. I just love... I don't know why that struck me so funny today that he was hitting on Erica's sister. But I hadn't I hadn't seen anything out of that yeah. maniac, and I swear that struck me. I just loved it. I was like, I miss this fucking guy. That, right? That's I mean, great. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's why I wrote him into the questions. Yeah. And like he, right now, if you're if if you're hanging out with Jacqueline Smith this Saturday, uh-huh. and she wants to go bungee jumping, you're yeah. doing it. Yeah. As much as I hate yeah. heights, I'm probably going because she talked into it. Of course, so you're with. It's her. That's the way it goes. If Leisure Fryer needs a ride to fucking 
food for less. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. I love, like I said, that's not that he gets him. He's great. Fuck that. No. Call, uh, call HJ. HJ will drive you around. Remember when we saw Leisure Fryer at our last, Dude, our last so good. appearance at Sean's? so good. I love all those. He gave dudes. us the whole bus schedule. The transfers, everything. <laughs> all the way from Escondido. I was impressed he made it. I'm like, holy fuck. But he, I'm like, he is, what's more interesting? Leisure Fryer's bus schedule or someone's fantasy football draft at work? Uh, I, I would just say you could have ended it at what's more interesting, Leisure Fryer. And I would say stop right there. Because he's... He's absolutely fearless on social media. Yes. And he's incredibly funny, but he's just a fucking good dude. He is a good guy. Yeah. Dude, that, I don't know why. Like I said, just certain shit during the time of day, you see it, and I was just like, God damn, there's my boy. I haven't thought of him in so long, and he's bringing his A game today. I was proud of him. All right, here you go. Do you own a good luck charm? Uh, yes. You do? I'm shocked by this. Well, it's how you determine it. it it's a watch that I got. Okay. Uh, with my sons. And you aren't even wearing it. Not tonight. I thought I swear to God, you said on the show about a month ago you're gonna start wearing that watch every day. Yeah, no, I have it. But I'm not in here. Well, okay. I don't need good luck here. But well, I like you, it. You gonna wear it to the Padre game on Friday? Uh, to help the Dodgers lose? Nah, they'll fuck that up. <laughs> But I don't know that I'd call it a, a good luck charm, but it just means a lot to me. It just means I got it. family. So you what don't about carry for you? Luck? No, I don't have a fucking good luck charm. You don't have a goddamn. Lucky rabbit's foot? Carry a four-leaf clover in my wallet? No. Yeah, Mike Sosha card? I <laughs> no, I don't have anything like that. Lucky yeah. coin? None of that bullshit. Got that signed napkin that Tommy no. Nettles signed for you at Pernicondos? Dude, I'd be so lucky. Yeah, you need a few more Fucking beans. Tommy Nettles. Eat a few more beans, <laughs> and then we'll introduce you to Tommy Nettles. All right, when is the last time you stayed up all night? Oh, dude, <laughs> this is... Do you know the answer to this? No, but this is a question kids would ask in, like, in fourth grade. Are you setting me up for this? Uh, no, 100%, I'm not. Okay. It's insanely embarrassing. My son, Cade, was over at the house. We were playing NHL... I don't know what year it is, 21, the newest NHL, PlayStation yeah. game. Okay. We had built an L.A. Kings team. So we built an L.A. Kings team, and Dave, you can set the roster. Yeah, no. So you can just cherry pick every player. We cherry pick. Connor you know, McDavid, all those guys. McDavid, Dreisaitl, all these, all these different people, right? And then we're going through and we're cherry picking everybody's minor league team. So, like, the farm system's great. Yeah. Well, you start doing this at 9.30 at night, and then all of a sudden, you, it's like, now all of a sudden, it's midnight. Okay. So, we're playing games. It's great. He's playing first and third. I'm playing second. Now, we're skipping ahead. Now, it's trade deadline, so we got to fucking make trades. We're getting number one picks, and we're going to the playoffs. Then, we're going to win the Stanley Cup for the Kings. Fuck. Now, we got the offseason. We got to sign free agents. We got to release a few guys. We have fucking make some more trades. And next thing I go to him, he says, uh, he goes, God damn, dad. He, he didn't swear, but he's like, hey, I'm getting a little hungry. I said, all right, well, what time is it? <laughs> and he goes, uh, it's 345 in the morning. Holy fuck. And I go, shit. I go, uh, well, let's go. 
So we went down. I think I got tacos, Jack yeah. in the Box. We slide out of the house. Did he dig it? Driving around at 345 in the morning? Yeah. yeah. We come back. There's something cool about driving around at 345 in yeah. the morning. We come back and now it's 415. Yeah. Right? And we're, we're over, not far from where Coyle Did you Were you bringing the food back home? No. You got, okay. You ate we, in the car? No, we went to Claremont Town Square. Okay. We're in Claremont Town Square. There's a 24-hour Jack in the Box. I was sitting on this wall. We're the only two guys out there. And oh, he shit. Got, he got, really? Yeah. <laughs> he got like five chicken nuggets and a drink, and I get like two tacos. Two? Well, how many do you get? Fifteen? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and we're sitting out there, and I go to him, I go, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. And we died laughing. I go, dude, I'm supposed to be your dad. I go, what would your mom do right now? He goes, oh, we'd be done. I go, okay, well, look, we got, we got two things we can do. We finish up. Yeah. We go home. We call it a day. I go, oh, we go home. We, you know. Stay up till the sun comes up. Yeah, we kick the shit out of the Capitals. He goes, oh, we're beating the Capitals. So I think we finally shut it down at six. Okay, but you saw the sun come up. Uh, yeah, pretty wow, much. that's pretty cool. And we laughed and laughed and laughed and then, yeah. So it just, it, and Dave, you said it here before, before my sons were born, yeah. I, I never saw a Marvel movie. Yeah. We watch them all now. It's so great. And I was not a video game guy. I didn't yeah. play it. And I'm still really not a, like, I love making the trades and doing all those kind of things, but I don't really know it, but my kids do it. We do it together and it's so goddamn fun. That's so awesome. yeah, it wasn't, I'd like to tell you that I, you know, just sat up smoking cigarettes behind New News one night with Brownman, but <laughs> no, I was playing NHL like a complete idiot. What about for you? Oh, dude, it's been years, man, years. Um, God, that's a great question. Had to be, fuck, had to be probably when I was a teenager, where I actually stayed up 24 hours, straight hours. Yeah, this was. Great. And I think I did it to see if I could do it. Yeah. And then I was like, then you ruined the whole next day, shot. Fuck. Completely. Yeah, you like you wake up like on Friday to Saturday, and then no, I, I know exactly when I did it. It was awful. I did it. Uh, I did it on my senior year in high school. I was. I think I told you this story. It's horrible. I go back to Nashville, Tennessee, New Year's Eve. Okay. And I'm at a New Year's Eve party, and we're at, so it ends up. We start off in a hotel, then we end up at someone's house, and the whole house is packed with kids. Mm. And I'm talking to this girl who has her back against, like, the window. We're sitting on the floor. We're the only ones awake. Everyone around us is sleeping. Yeah. And we're talking the whole night. And I'm like, she's great. We're getting along great. The whole deal. She tells me she's a model. Nice. Whole deal. The sun comes up. And holy cow, she wasn't that good looking. Dave. And I literally said, because I was sleep deprived. Worst thing I've ever said in my life. I was saying a lot. It's in the top ten. Yeah. You are much better looking in the dark. Comes out of my mouth. That's really nice. And then she cried a little. Yeah. <laughs> then I grabbed my keys and I drove back to my parents' house. It just, it is like, Dude, came out. you does, were much better looking in the dark. Does Rita ever listen to this? No, <laughs> she doesn't listen to this fucking show. Why would she? If she listened to the show, it would be terrible. I'd probably have to stop being friends with you. <laughs> How is it my fault? Because you, you, you know I'd say you bring out the worst to me. Yeah. She doesn't know half the shit. She doesn't know about the wheelchair stuff. She doesn't know about oh, anything. Goddamn. <laughs> I, I, Josh listens to this shit Yeah I'll probably get yelled at by him again Yeah that Scolded. was the last time I stayed awake All night That's a really nice story I told you it was a terrible story It was awful Yeah But I did stay up all night Then I think I 
woke up and USC was putting in some bowl game at like three in the afternoon. <laughs> that's, <laughs> all, that's all I remember. I could just tell Derek, you know, you look better in the dark. And then, yeah. And then I went back to my parents' house. I mean, because she started crying. People started waking up. Like, well, who's cries on New Year's Day? This then, one. This that girl that you're there. Yeah. yeah. Never saw that girl again. Hey, Dave, guess on who purpose. did? I saw her. <laughs> Play a little pepper with her. Your loss. Me and Bill Allman took her in the back. Played pepper. <laughs> Fuck. I told you, Gene Locklear. Jesus. All right, last one. Let's get okay. the fuck out of here. All right. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you care about what people think about you? Uh, depends on the people. Oh, that's a good good answer. Yeah. That's a you know, that's a great answer. Yeah, I would say um honestly I would say there's probably uh probably less than ten. Less than 10 that I really go, yeah, I give a fuck. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even go, probably go smaller than that. Yeah. Take your kids out of it. Yeah. For me, honestly, God, I only care what, what Josh and Rita think. Yeah. I really don't care. Back in the day, there's a time in my life where the answer would be a 10 out of 10. I was so worried about what people thought. Yeah. My dad used to say that. It's one thing I remember about my dad all the time. Don't worry about what people think. You always worry about what people think. Yeah. I really don't fucking care. Like, I literally feel that comfortable in my own self that I just don't fucking Dude, obviously, what you assholes write to me all the time, but yeah, I don't fucking care. I'm gonna go to the game on Friday night with Jeff and and Billy, yeah, and Pete, and we're gonna have a great time. And fuck, we're, that that's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm just looking for every single day to be a good day. Yeah, I mean, I I would say you take your parents out of the mix. Yeah, you take your kids out of the. And mix. I really don't care what my mom thinks. To be honest with you, so, really, hundred yeah, percent. Don't give a shit. <laughs> I worry about what your mom yeah. thinks about me. Yeah, yeah. My mom likes you better than me. Uh, well, I don't know about that, but your mom's great. Um, but yeah, I would say if I took my kids out of it and if I took my parents out of it, um, I have a great relationship with my brother and sister. Yeah. You have a great relationship with Lisa. right before I saw you. Yeah. So that's good. But then when you get out of that, it, it's probably, it's probably five people. I don't even know if I care what my sister thinks. I do like her. Dude, your sister's great. Yeah, but I really that would don't bug care. Me. Yeah. If, if, if she I was said you something and, negative to me, I don't think it'd bother me. No, but if she was disappointed in you. Yeah. I think I think that would I think if she said you know Dave, like not when she said you know what you just said about that yeah. model on the show you'd be like, yeah, a long time ago, but if she's like hey this particular action really yeah. bothers me I think it would impact you. You're right on this. There's some friends of mine that are extremely close to me that if they yeah. said something that, that would affect me because yeah. I because they're my friends for a reason. I trust their opinion. I respect them as human beings. Yeah, and to be honest with you, the kids I coach. If the kids I coach, if I let them down, it would, it would bother yeah. me. Yeah, so would bother me. you start looking at you go. Their parents not so much, but the kids, yes. No, that's the thing. So, yeah, I would say right now, I'd probably think there's less than ten. Yeah, where you go, that's really. I think about the bullseye, Dave. I I would say the smallest circle is yeah. probably about five. That next circle is probably an additional ten. Yeah, and then the widest out circle is probably. Yeah, 20. Yeah. Where you go, if they were bummed, you'd be a little bummed. Yeah. But, but I think you could go with 20 people, right? Yeah. And you go, and then everybody outside of that, eh, fuck off. <laughs> 100%, fuck off. Right. There, there are about five really close friends that I th- would, would I care what they think. Yeah. You're right. Nicole Eggert. Nicole, I w- would care. Me. And if I was with, Nicole's one of those ambitious ones. Let's say I ran into Nicole, and she right. said, let's go skydiving. 
I think I, I think that's I, a great idea. I think I have the five. My friends. I, I think I can name the five right now that if we said we were disappointed in you, yeah, you would go that that sucks. Yeah. Me. Yep. Lisa Ann. <laughs> Lisa Ann does a podcast. She just rips guys nonstop. It's so fun. Why does she do it? It's like that's her audience. I mean, she's rich because of the, yeah. those same feverish masturbators, as she calls them, on I, her own show. I saw her the other day. She was on Barstool, and she looks this guy directly in the eye. If you jacked off to me. She did? <laughs> Holy cow. I was like, God, God damn. She, and the kid's just like, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe it's a movie or two. She's like, you did. Shut up. I was just like, God, she just... I swear to God, man, like she... That is funny as shit. Uh, she'll be back here on this show shortly. Yeah, as soon as you finish the fucking book. I will. Stop yelling at me. Jesus. let's. Can we do it before her birthday? When's her birthday? It's coming up in a couple weeks. Like May 2nd. Yeah. She's going to Vegas. Are you going over for that? No, I'm not. Yeah, okay. I'll explain that one to Rita. Good question. Crazy horse? Yeah. Hey, I'm going away for two days. Going to Vegas for what? It's Lisa Ann's birthday. Jeff's birthday. She doesn't know it's my Fuck. birthday. Is. Fuck it. We'll go. <laughs> is Missy Martinez going? Good God. Let me tell you, that's a good follow on Twitter. Missy? Dude, she says the, the t- I can't worst follow things her. of all time. Why can't you follow her? Because I've always had my Twitter up at work. Oh, dude, she doesn't ever post like like videos or anything. Dude, she's... She, but she says I mean, stuff that you're like, how are you not struck by lightning? Dude. <laughs> she says things that you just go, oh my God. We met her at the Alzheimer's walk and amazing, right? Yeah, she was great. Yeah, it might just be through. No, here, I'll give four and then you can throw in the fifth one. Yeah. I think it's me, Nicole, Lisa, Costa. I don't care what Costa. <laughs> if, Mike, if Mike called you and was like, hey, man, I'm Dude, really. I wouldn't take it seriously. No, if he said, hey, hey, man, I'm just letting you know. What you said or whatever, Dave. I kind of felt like it went over the line. Not that he has any line. Dude, I, yeah, I know it. Mind your own fucking business. That's what I would say to Mike. Hundred percent, not Mike. <laughs> Mike, dude. Honest to God, I love Mike, but you're not fucking mind if I'm losing an ounce of sleep on that shit. <laughs> no way. I would be. I'd be more upset with Glenn Geffner thought than what Mike thought. What about Horton? No. He's fine, fucking guy. Way to bring your A game last night, Horton. Yeah. I told you, keep ghosting everybody. That's what you get. You're bad luck for the team. Yeah, but go ahead. Blame Ed Malloy. <laughs> Does he make playoff money? Because he acts like he's not getting paid for playoff money. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, when are we back here? I do. I honestly, yeah, I care what you think. I'd care what Christy thinks. I'd care oh, what yeah, Sean Walchef thinks. All the guys I talk, people I talk to on a daily basis. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maniac Lozier. Hey, real quick, can you do me one quick favor? Okay. I know we're way over late. We really were excited the other day for Jake's project. Yeah. Can you mention this really quick, just what happened? Because I want to encourage other people. I think people are shy about doing this, Dave. Yeah. And we started Jake's projects, and one of the things that we would like to do is help athletes. I was explaining this to Vita. I was explaining to Jack and Kate's mom how excited we were about Jake's projects. And she started asking about the cost of equipment, and I started telling her, she goes, holy cow. Yes. It's crazy. Crazy. And if you have kids or if you know a neighbor kid that wants to play sports and can't afford the equipment, Jake's Projects is here. You can reach out to us on social media. You can reach out to us 
at jakesprojects.org. And we were so excited, Dave. We were able to help a, a high school athlete the other day. And I just want, I want to close on this note because it really made me happy. You know, yeah, absolutely. So again, it's jakesprojects.org. It's a, it's a nonprofit we put together when Jake passed away because Jake loves sports and Jake was a great teammate. He, he loved rooting for people. I think it was honestly his best quality. I think a lot yeah, of people I would agree. have trouble with it. If it's not their success, they have trouble rooting for other people's success. Jake wasn't like that. Um, so we do have this nonprofit that we put together, and it's for people and families that can't afford to pay for the cost of things to play sports. And not only that, of course, there's education about the, the dangers of depression and, and other things. But in this situation, this one's about sports. So... Um, we had someone reach out, and they basically, right on our website, Jake Projects, jakesprojects.org, and asked for help. And we were happy to do it. We supplied catcher's equipment, which is very expensive. When you talk about shin guards and, and chest protectors and masks and everything that goes into Love. it. And shoes and everything else that goes yeah. into everything. So um, someone reached out, and we were able to help a, a girl who's a softball player in, in San Diego. And I said, if you don't mind, can I get a picture of her once she has the gear and mm -hmm. he, the, the dad told me, or here's the deal. It was, uh, it was, it's a man who's dating the girl's mom. Okay. And he submitted her name. Wonderful. Her. She had no idea. Wonderful. And I met up with, uh, with them. I gave him the gear last week and, you know, he gave me a hug and he said, she watched the video about Jake and brought her to tears, went to the right person for sure. Dude, love it. For me as a dad. Absolutely. But she, he not only sent a picture, I sent it to you and everyone yeah, else on great. the board. It's the greatest picture of all time. It's the great. smile on that girl's face right. completely made my day. Me too. And I think everybody else, Sean, Katie, yes. Christy, uh, Kyle Fluger, and I'm sure I'm Rowan. missing. Rowan. Josh, Rita. Yeah, of course. Uh, it just, it, yeah, it made a good day a great day, right? It sure did. Sure yeah, did. And, and we want to keep doing it. So if you have kids or you know somebody where you go, I, I really like it, Dave, in that situation where it's a friend yeah. nominating somebody, uh, please let us know, Yeah. right? And be like, hey, I think we've got a situation. We'll look at it as the board. I, I feel like if it's the right situation, we're going to be pretty Absolutely. quick to say yes. But, uh, but it's also a real credit to Billy and so many of you. Exactly that have donated to Jake's projects. Not only do we celebrate it as board members, but it's a celebration for all of you that have been so nice to support uh, the nonprofit. And thank you to everybody who has donated. Thank you to everybody who has asked about it and supported it. Because yes, that was really, really fun. It was pretty infectious and I know we want to keep doing it. So if you have anybody, doesn't matter the sport, male, female, whatever they're playing, no matter the level, could be T-ball, all the way up to college sports. Uh, whatever you need, drop us a note. We'd love to try our best to help out. Absolutely. Um, we'll be back on Sunday. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, hey, congratulations to Adam Frazier going for his second four-hit game since April 15th. <laughs> so, uh, and he's going against another former Padre and Garrett Richards. He's already reached plate all uh, reached base all four times tonight. Again, Dave, nine times in his career, he's had a four-hit game. Yeah. And uh, make sure to watch SportsCenter because we got to go. But he's currently yeah. three for three. And if he gets a four-hit game, it's the first time he's done it since April 15th, <laughs> almost a full week ago. <laughs> also, uh, congratulations to Corey Seager, $325 million contract and your 2-9 two and, two and nine record. Nice job, asshole. Yeah, nice job, asshole. All right, we'll see you Sunday.